Hello, and welcome to the Lumpy Space Podcast, where we are going through a rewatch of every single episode of Adventure Time. And today, we'll be talking about the seventh episode of the show, Ricardio the Heart Guy. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Sam Quattro. What's up, guys? Uh, we will be discussing Ricardio, but if you want to catch up on our previous episodes, you can always find them at OverlyAnimated.com under the Lumpy Space Podcast tag. Um, wherever you listen to us, whether that be on iTunes or your preferred podcatcher, we appreciate any ratings, reviews, or comments you want to leave us to let us know how we're doing on our quest to go through all, all the episodes of this uh, uh, legendary Cartoon Network show. And uh, today we are going through a legendary Adventure Time character by the name of Ricardio, voiced by George Takei. Uh, this is his debut on the show. I believe he has one other major appearance, but even so, he, I think he's a fairly well-known minor character in Adventure Time. So, Sam, what, what are your opinions on the heart guy here? He's a creep. Wow. Uh, uh, coming out oh my god, like, like I, I think that's the intent because, like, the way his face looks and, like, how they, like, close up on it sometimes to get, like, all, like, the details, like, I don't want that. And I don't know, he's, like, a... At least from what we know later on, he's just, like, really oversteps his bounds. And, of course, here he's, like, trying to, like, make out with Princess Bubblegum's heart and, like, dissect her and stuff. Like, that's... It's weird, bro. Yeah, definitely when, when you pair this with the Lady and Peebles uh, episode from later on the show, you get the vibe that it's it, he's just not a good guy. But it felt weird rewatching this, and especially in the first half, I was like falling for it. I was actually like, oh wait, wait why is he charming? Why am I why am I falling for this? But like, because he's uh, George Takei. Yeah, I guess just the voice is so buttery smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but yeah, and uh, I I agree that they they do these uh those close ups on him, overly detailed face to like especially play up the creep vibe, but uh, yeah, I mean I I like him and it, just as a character he does he definitely works. He he's both funny and he he's serving his purpose as like putting on a facade of oh I'm just interested in science, but and then at the end you have the heel turn where he's just over the top villain. But uh, up until that point, uh, I really enjoyed his presence on the, on this episode. Yeah. Um, also, this episode is notable because I think it's... Well, we, we've had brushes of Finn and P uh, Princess Bubblegum's relationship in previous episodes, but I think this is the first one where we're just going all in on Finn has a crush on, on PB. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's interesting to see how Finn is just... Uh, like coming to terms with the, that fact in this episode, even though I think it had already been implied in previous episodes. Um, how do you feel about us dealing with a child's uh, affection towards uh, an adult figure? Um, I guess at this point in the show, like, you know, if we were watching this for the first time, we know, we don't know how old Princess Bubblegum is. We just assume that she's like 17 or 18 or whatever. So it's just like, oh, Finn just has like a little crush. And it's, you know, is what it is. But then, you know, we go later on to, where is it, like, um, Burning Low or whatever it is, when, like, they had, like, a big talk, and Finn was like, I was in love with you. And it was like, oh, that's fun. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't really like how flirty Princess Bubblegum is towards him. 
Yeah, that, um, that's my thing too. I, I noticed, like, because I, I always remember Finn having the affection for Princess Bubblegum, but Princess Bubblegum doesn't do enough to shut him down. <laughs> yeah, but, which may maybe at this point in time, it's like uh, the writers don't really know a lot about Princess Bubblegum, like you know how old she is and her background or whatever. Uh, so maybe like they're like, oh, like she's just you know flirting with him. You know, and she thinks it's cute, like, that he has a crush on her. Um, but I think, like, if she's, like, 800-plus years old, like, she probably wouldn't do that. She'd be like, go away, dude. Yeah, and you get that at the end of the episode I'm uh, Too Young, where, like, she comes back from being a, a, a child, and she's like, no, Finn, we're, we're not playing games anymore. Like, there she's firm, but that that's after coming back from being a child to turning into an adult again. But just in this, uh, in the early stages of PB, she she is very flirty with uh, with Finn. So it just it um you get why Finn was let on for a bit, <laughs> considering this behavior. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Yeah, but um, in any case, like it, it begins with a, a very old school plot of just Ice King having kidnapped Princess Bubblegum, which I don't think happens very often in this show. Like. Princess Bubblegum is usually smart enough to avoid being kidnapped. Is she though? Like in like in the earlier episodes, I feel like she gets kidnapped a lot. <laughs> Maybe, although up to up to now, is isn't this the first time? Uh, 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 yeah, I know it's I, only been like eight episodes, but I think it is the first time. But if uh, I recall correctly, Ice King does kidnap her a couple of times. Yeah, I, I guess I just feel like it it sh- it shouldn't happen that often considering how incompetent ice king is and how competent we later see princess bubblegum to be to be but i, I guess you're right that in the, right now we haven't really emphasized the scientist part of her aside from the very first episode yeah so, so uh, like yeah and, and we, we we begin by uh, rescuing princess bubblegum using an old uh, jake butt trick i think this is the second episode in a row where we're referencing jake's butt um <laughs> Uh, let's let's stop with that. I don't want to know about his butt. Did you know that there's a that there's an NFL player whose name is Jake Butt? I did because you showed me that earlier. Yes, yes. I, I really. But for, for for the listeners, there's an NFL player named Jake Butt, and he's a tight end. Oh, shut up, Alex. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, in this in in this show, at least in the first season, Jake Butt had a very important role. Apparently, I I wonder if he picked to be a tight end, like when he was in high school and stuff, um, based off of his last name. Uh, that 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 would be very um a bit of a troll move, but at the same time, if you're good or at like, it, maybe maybe his coach was like, "Your last name is Butt. You're gonna be a tight end." <laughs> we just began assigning positions by name. Like, yeah, this guy is also younger than me, so that makes me feel weird. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so they get Ice King to kiss Jake's butt. Uh, laughs are had all around, and uh, PB hugs Finn. Finn blushes, and Jake raises his eyebrows. And from the very beginning, we're playing this up. Uh, Jake does a very long, overplayed butt analogy, like "You wish you were my butt." No, I don't. Well, you don't, but Finn, I mean, maybe, because... Finn does, I don't think Finn wants to be Jake's butt either. But what if the, the, the butt was being kissed by Princess Bubblegum? Maybe he would take that. 
<laughs> but uh, they arrive to this party that Princess Bubblegum is having, and they see Ricardio giving Lumpy Space Princess a best friend massage. <laughs> a best friend massage. Okay. Well, I don't think that's ever happened. And it's completely consensual, <laughs> Ricardio says. <laughs> that, that 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 those are words. <laughs> those are words that have yeah. happened. Uh, and the lumpy space princess is just making noises during the song. Like, oh, 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 yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> Shut up! I don't want to hear that, dude. Ah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but uh, in any case, uh, they see lumpy space princess enjoying herself and. Uh, they're wondering who, who's this weird guy. Um, but uh, Princess Bubblegum shows up and then is wooed by Ricardio with his scientific jargon. I I, I noticed that there is a there is a boobatron somewhere in there. A boobatron. A boobatron. He mentioned at some point. A boobatron. Yeah, I'm not sure what in this show that would mean. But a what lot of these like words are made up. Boob tube or something. Like you know how like a, a slang for like a TV is like the boob tube. Yeah, maybe their version of the television is called the Boobatron. The, the Boobatron, okay, the Boobatron. <laughs> Let's just go with it, sure. We gotta make that a running gag <laughs> if, if a TV appears in this show again. Yeah, the Boobatron. Is Bimo a Boobatron, technically? Well, his name does start with B. So, Boobatron, whatever M and O stand for. Boobatron Mo. I'm pretty sure, like, in, like, whatever, like, BMO episode there was later on, like, they mentioned what it was, but I don't know. Yeah, well, for for fun, we'll just say he's a Boobatron. BMO is at least half Boobatron. Okay, I, I, I'm, I, I, we'll make that compromise. Um, but, yeah, R- Ricardio is a wooing P- Princess Bubblegum, so Finn is like, I feel weird about this. And Jake's like, hey, that's jealousy. And uh, Finn is having a hard time comprehending that he's jealous, apparently. So he begins acting weird at this party, um, to the point where he scares Ricardio off. And Princess Bubblegum is like, "Oh, you're jealous." And uh, Finn goes, "I'm not jealous. I'm weird." Which <laughs> me it, too. <laughs> it, it's a relatable thing, especially like for us that are bad at going to parties. Uh, I I often feel this way. <laughs> So you're not jealous of what's going on, you're just weird. Yeah, yeah. At least that's how I choose to comfort myself when I'm unable to interact with people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not jealous of these people, I'm just weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, But so J- Jake has to pull him out and they leave the party. Uh, Finn is now under the belief that, oh, Ricardo has to be evil. And, and Jake is just like, nah, he's just being jealous, it's a romantic rivalry and all. But yeah, Finn, like it's like some Wuthering Heights. I don't. I've never read Wuthering Heights. I don't know. <laughs> I know there's like this one guy who's like a terrible person. I guess. Uh huh. But you know, it's it's like a like a like an 18th century or 19th century like you know romantic novel almost. Yeah. Well, Ricard- Ricardo himself is a very old school kind of guy. You know. He, it's it's the Pride and Prejudice of Adventure Time, truly. <laughs> Uh, I've never read that either. <laughs> You're just throwing literature references. Yeah, <laughs> literature references that I don't get because I've never read them. Uh, I just know that they're basically about like being in love and stuff. 
but um, is there a book that you've read where they throw a uh, king in the dumpster? No, that sounds like a good book, though. Okay. Well, in any case, uh, Ricard, uh, Finn on the stakeout sees Ricardio throwing Ice King in the dumpster. And, and Jake interprets this, oh, that means he's good, right? <laughs> but, like, because we're still in the stage where Ice King is technically a villain. But uh, Finn is like, no, that means he's a super villain. And they decide to go go down to meet Ricardio, who has these broken bottles, not acting sketchy at all. No, um, not at all. Uh, and uh, Finn p- punches Ricardio just as Princess Bubblegum is walking in. Great timing. Uh, the P- Princess Bubblegum rescues Ricardio, I guess. And so, but then uh, Ice King shows up and tells us a sad story of him trying to make a potion that uh, to control Princess Bubblegum's hearts. It failed, and he lost his own heart in the process. Cool. How is he still alive? <laughs> Well, yeah. Now, I do want to say, like, this episode has Ice King making potions, and I guess in in later episodes, while he is technically a magic person, but I feel like he doesn't do outright magic as much in later episodes. Um, I guess. I'm not really yeah. sure. Uh, I don't know. I just, like, him him making a potion just felt kind of out of, out of place to me, but I, once again, this is early Ice King, so we're just, like, uh, throwing villain stuff around. Yeah, but... I don't... I don't know what the serious Bible looks like. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah. So and but I guess because if he has this magic, then obviously he's able to survive without a heart for at least a, a short period of time. Apparently, even though his heart is like not atomically correct and also looks really creepy. And also, if this crown, uh, like because we know from later episodes that this crown gives him like immortality of some sort, even though it makes him go insane. So maybe like the crown counteracts the bodily functions of losing your heart. I guess. What what was that thing in that one song from that one episode? Is magic keeps me alive, but it's making me crazy. Yeah. From yeah. The, I I remember you. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. But but so in 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 this episode, his magic is working overdrive to keep him alive. But he is actually growing weak to the point where he has to drag himself to the to the Candy Kingdom and then just gets thrown by Ricardo in a dumpster. Aw, poor guy. Yeah. Do we know how far the Ice Kingdom is from the Candy Kingdom? I, I feel like it's far to be... Yeah, I mean, there, there's probably a map, but yeah, it is pretty far, especially when like he lives in a tower. Yeah. And he has to, like, drag himself. Yeah, that 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 that's a tough that's a like just doing an episode on that journey would be heartbreaking. <laughs> but, uh, but uh so that with this information that Finn and Jake go to stop Ricardio and hey what do you know Ricardio has has Princess Bubblegum tied up and is just outright villain now. Uh, th- th- this is the uh, one of the places where they have the detailed Ricardio face and I'm going to make out with it. Uh. on his lips. No. I I never liked that when cartoons did that. Like especially SpongeBob is like really known for like doing like the really detailed close-ups that look disgusting. Yeah. Which you know, in, in retrospect I appreciate cuz it's like funny and like I'm an adult and like it's like, "Oh, that's kind of amazing how they would do this like detailed illustration of how gross this is." But now this is just creepy. <laughs> Well, I, SpongeBob it does it even worse sometimes where they like put live action lips on an animated stretch. Like I find that even creepier than what yeah. this episode is doing. But 
I have a question. Do you think Adventure Time is Cartoon Network SpongeBob? I mean, in in a in a way, like th- this early season, this first season of of Adventure Time is definitely more SpongeBob feeling in terms of just the type of humor it's doing. But then mm-hmm. in later episodes, it gets into more mature themes, something that SpongeBob just has never really gotten around to doing. <laughs> I, I I felt more like it's like their cash cow and like a really long running, well, not a really long running series, but yeah. like a long running series. Um, I think actually SpongeBob might be Nickelodeon's longest running series. It's one of the longest running animation shows definitely that sounds about right and adventure time i think there was a point where that was true especially like season five ish where i think that was like the the peak of it airing on television maybe earlier but like once shows like uh, steven universe and teen titans go appear like i think adventure time just got pushed by the wayside where spongebob somehow has just never outstayed its welcome (laughs) yeah Somehow, like, this annoying sponge has just captured our hearts. Yeah, but at the same time, Adventure Time has gotten to a place where it's, like, doing a more serial plot, especially after season, uh, like, season five or so. Whereas SpongeBob, it's like, if you watch a season one episode and you watch a season 19 episode, I I don't think you're missing much details. Yeah. SpongeBob is just America's uh, sweetheart. Yeah. And uh, and Finn and Jake have just been put out to pasture. Aw, poor Finn and Jake. I mean, right now we're watching the young, their young versions. Like right now, Finn is just like a naive young boy in, having a crush on on a princess that he doesn't know much about. And now Finn is just like this jaded teenager who has gone through several relationships, has like had his hopes dashed with Princess Bubblegum because Princess Bubblegum has a girlfriend. And Finn is just alone, having to go with, like, a green lady in the forest. Yeah. It's wild, man. Yeah, time passes. I didn't think we'd have this discussion during the Riccardio episode, but... <laughs> I don't know, it just got me thinking, because, like, you know, Tom Kenny is also in Adventure Time, because he's Ice King. That's true, too. That's another... So, connection. I was like... And also, like, the extreme detail is like, hmm... No, yeah. I don't think SpongeBob would do this plot. Well, wouldn't it? Because like, uh, I, I, I feel like this is a, a, once again coming back to the like the Jiggler. We said it was a very straightforward plot, and it was something that SpongeBob had done in some capacity b- before them. And I think this episode too. It's like guy who looks kind of evil, but is wo- is like uh, uh, getting comfortable with a character, and main character is suspicious and has to follow them around. I feel like SpongeBob's done that before. <laughs> That's true. Do you think SpongeBob did it as the new Simpsons did it? Uh, I think if people have watched every SpongeBob episode, then yeah, but I think there's just there's not enough people that have seen the newer SpongeBob. <laughs> I literally don't think anybody, except if you're like a super duper fan, has seen every single Simpsons episode. Maybe, but I think there's more people that have or seen Or unless you like Matt Groening. Yeah, but I think there are more people who have seen all Simpsons episodes than people who have seen all SpongeBob episodes. That seems like a task. Yeah, but let us know if you are among either of those groups, so, <laughs> and you can comment on whether this plot has been done by either of those shows. The Simpsons has probably done this too at some point. Homer like falling around someone <laughs> we suspicious of. Well, that's like a really generic plot. I'm talking about like. Like, has Plankton ever just, like, 
removed his heart by accident and like it went after sandy cheeks well if you're going that specific no but like plankton went after mr crab's uh, mother that one time oh yeah that's true he did then <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> so that there you go plankton is ricardio i think that's the theory we've come up with in this episode <laughs> yep that's that's the equal the, the, that's the equivalent yeah so, all in all, uh, I'd say this is actually a pretty strong episode. Like, it, it is pretty funny from beginning to uh, to end, although you have, like, the butt jokes and the, the a couple of, of far, like, fart noises during the massage or whatever. So, it, it's just stuff to come with early Adventure Time, but I think compared to previous episodes, uh, I think this has an argument for being the best one we've watched so far, just in terms of consistency. Um, What, what about you, Sam? Uh, how do you feel about this episode in general? Um... I thought it was okay. I thought it definitely gave us a little bit of setup for, like, you know, things we'll see in the future. Um, I thought it was really interesting, especially in terms of uh, Ricardo's design and how creepy he is and how he does not look like anything else on the show. But um, other than that, I don't know. It was an alright episode. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, it, it it it's definitely setting up the the Finn Princess Bubblegum relationship, and uh, I, I guess it's setting up Ricardo, even though he doesn't show up again for a couple of seasons. But um, but we we have that character. Or does to come he? Back. I mean, he he technically shows up every time Ice King shows up because he sees Ice King's heart. Hmm. <laughs> really, really makes you think. Yeah, but but then the, we'd have to go back and like all the Wikia articles. You need to put cameo Ricardio. <laughs> oh, that that's that sounds like a task that we have to do. <laughs> so, so somebody get on that. Just add Ricardo to every page, every episode that Ice King has been in. Between. And then get banned, get banned from the Wikia too. While you're at it, it's a noble it's... cause to be banned for. <laughs> They'd probably ban you for that. Yeah. So. Uh, with with that, I think we'll be wrapping up here. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts about uh, about Ricardio or about uh, best friend massages or any, any other topic we've covered today, uh, you can comment uh, on our po- posts at overlyanimated.com. If you search for the Lumpy Space Podcast tag, uh, you can also find our previous uh, Lumpy Space Podcast episodes there. You can also talk to us on Discord if you want to talk, talk to us about Adventure Time or any other animated show covered by our parents' podcast at overtheanimated.com slash Discord. And we'll be back soon with episode 8 of Adventure Time, Business Time. But- Ooh, that sounds like a song by Flight of the Conquerors, because it is. Uh, finishing up with the references that I don't understand, but... <laughs> I'll I'll, 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 I'll let you see the song later. Okay. Uh, well, you can look that up until that podcast drops, but until then, we'll, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye.